0: you're driving home you see police cars fire trucks ambulances you turn on the news you hear the news a child has been run over and died how does that affect you affects you a little bit now you're not driving home but you see fire trucks police cars an ambulance you don't turn on the news, but you hear the news from your eldest son. A child's been run over and died. It's your kid. How's that affect you? Truth versus truth that transforms. Easter is about more than true facts, Easter is about true facts that transform. Amen. Amen. How often do we just assent to facts and not understand how the facts change us? They may impact us for a moment, but do they truly change us? Go to Romans in your Bible. Chapter six, and I'll just go to five, verse five for today. There are so many marvelous truths there. We could unpack them over many weeks. In fact, ha, huh, wouldn't that be nice to preach the Romans sometime? Maybe in the not too distant future? Just saying. But I want to look at three facts here and unpacking the fact that there's a big difference between, fa- between facts that are true and true facts that transform. The three things I want to look at. Christ rose from the dead. Never to die again. Through faith, we are united with Christ and die with him. Through faith, we are united with Christ and shall rise like he rose and live with him forever. Amen? Amen. Christ died. Never to die again. Do you believe that's true? Yes. Can I prove it to you? Depends how you define proof, but yeah, I can. It is a verifiable historical fact that Christ lived and he died and he rose. Demons believe that. They shudder. Do you believe that? Why do you believe that? Is it just facts to you that don't change you, or is it facts that transform you? Did you hear about a kid that died, or was it your kid that died? Hang on a minute and I'll finish that off on an upswing for you. Do you understand? He is dead, he is buried, he is risen. it's true as true could be do you know why he died to save you to save you by himself from himself and for himself you could not live the life he demanded of you so he did you must be perfect guess what he is you must not sin guess what he did not do You must love the Lord with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Guess what he did? And if you so choose to trust in him by grace through faith, you can be reconciled to God, adopted by God, seen as righteous before God. You are a child of God because he died and rose. He's risen. He's risen indeed. Is it true? It is. You sure it's true? But, 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 but does the truth change you? He's dead. He's risen. But through faith, we're united with him in a death like his. We have been united with him in a death like his. You like when I pull my preaching points right out of verse 5? <laughs> what does that mean? Any dead people here? Well, actually, it's a funny question if you want to unpack it, but we're not going there. It means that we have died to sin. You're going to serve one of two masters. Sin or righteousness. Satan or God. The flesh or the creator. If you are in Christ, you are no longer captive to sin. You are free to serve God. Who's read John? John 3? You must be what? Born again. You're born anew in Christ. Ezekiel. Who's read that one? Now we've got less hands going up. But do you know what God promises us in Ezekiel? A new heart. Not of stone, but of? So we will know him and serve him and worship him and delight in him. You are dead to sin and born anew in Christ. Well, who lives like that all the time? Just me? Not even me? Jesus. Why don't we live like Jesus? Why don't we live like that all the time? Well, we're not yet what we will be. But may I make a contention that we don't truly allow the truth to transform us as it should. Who likes to have arguments? (laughs) Intellectual defense of the faith. Who here, this is called doing it on your own turf, picking a fight on your own turf. Who? Who doesn't believe Jesus really rose from the dead? Now someone's going to put, you'd have to be a brave soul to do that here. (laughs) But don't you love the arguments? Did he rise? Evelyn, say no. Did he rise from the dead? Yes. See, it doesn't work there. Do you ever go out and have discussions do you think Jesus rose? No, he didn't rise from the dead. Well, I can prove to you he rose from the dead. No, you can't. You're one of those blind faith people. I'm not a blind faith person. I know this for a fact. And then you want to unpack the evidence, right? And I can give you all these different evidences and historical facts and and scientific facts to prove to you that Jesus rose from the dead. And I'm like, boom! I'm so smart. Look at me. But it didn't transform me very much, did it? Because if it's just about intellectual facts, you know what's lacking? Knowledge puffs up. You know what love does? Do you know how you can love God? What does he have to do? First, love you. And you can love when you are dead to sin. You're no longer a slave to sin. You guys tracking with me? Because I'm kind of drifting us into home here. VBS. Vacation Bible School, 2005. See that large thing in the back that looks a little bit like me, bigger than his mom? (laughs) When he was two, we took him to VBS. Laura and I went with him because he's two and I'm a little on the overprotective side. The shirt said, VBS 25 Jesus is coming. This kid was so excited. Walks in. Cam, what are you doing, bud? Where's Jesus? He says he's he's coming. You know what I do as a pastor? Go ask the lady at the desk where he is. I don't know. Excuse me. You know my kids long enough. Excuse me. Yes, sweetie. Where's Jesus? She didn't know what to do with it. He was bummed. You know why he was bummed? You know what he was expecting? The dead guy who rose, who set us free from sin, he thought he would be there wasn't. You want to see what's so awesome about true facts that transform you and how they transform you? Watch this, folks. This is a real simple sermon today. Go way back here. Revelation 21, new heaven and new earth. Revelation 22, unpacking the implications. Revelation 22, verse 4. One of my favorite Easter verses. It is a bit unfair as a pastor when you know where you're going and you're flipping before people get there. Revelation 22, verse 4. Anybody there? You see those first few words? They will see his face. Jesus is coming. Didn't show up to VBS and it was a bummer, right, Cam? Cam? Messed that kid up. That's what no, I'm <laughs> But he had a desire to see the risen Lord face to face. Because we were made to see him. And we who are saved by grace through faith. I don't know. Is this true? Holy, fully, and completely. What's it say in verse 4? They will. Do you understand what this means? True facts. Jesus came, He died, He rose. He's risen. He's risen indeed. We could say that all day long. He's risen. He's risen indeed. Do you get what it means that he's risen? When you die, who's gonna die? Who's scared to die? Don't put your hand up. I don't want to go through the transition. Right? I want to go in my sleep at age 92. Or, the closer I get, push it back. But I'm fired up to die. Is anybody here else excited to die? Mm-hmm. Do you know if this is true what happens when you die? You will see him face to face. And for the first time in your life, you will live. When you die, then we live. Do, do you, what if that's really true? What if God is really sovereign? What if he's conquered death? What if he's in control of all things? What what do you have to be afraid of? Anybody afraid of anything? Who got bills to pay? Anybody got bills to pay? You ever got more month than money? Who has conflict? Who has emotional stress? Who has family struggling with health issues? Amen? God says, fear not, for I'm with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will help you. He says, he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. Who's got trouble? If you ain't got trouble, you're sleeping on me. And that's a hard thing to do to sleep on me. You gotta go microphone up? No. Who's got trouble? Who's trouble sleeping at night from stress and anxiety and health issues and family issues and financial issues and all sorts of mess. Who's got trouble? In this world, Jesus says, you will have trouble. But because he died and because he rose and because by faith you've been united with him in, a de- in death with him and you will rise with him like he rose, he says, behold I've overcome The world. Easter is not simply about pretty dresses and nice food and Easter bunnies hiding eggs. No, I have no clue what the last part has to do with Easter. I found out this year bunnies don't even lay eggs. (laughs) Easter is about the fact that God made a way so that we could live with him, which is what we were made for. You will see him face... To face or you'll never see his face there's a bad part of Easter if you don't trust in him you will not die to sin you will die in your sin and spend eternity apart from him if you don't trust in him, you will not rise like he rose and live with him forever. You will be separated from him for all of eternity. But he is risen. He is risen. Indeed. Do you believe that's true? Yes. Is it truth that transforms? That's the question. Have you been born anew? Do you understand why Christ came? Do you understand how bad you were? Do you understand boo You remember boo Hushem? You don't remember that? Go listen to an old sermon. <laughs> Who got cooties? I got cooties. I'm cleansed of my cooties, but I still got the effects of cooties. And I have to depend in Christ and walk by grace through faith in his power for his glory. Do you know why? Because that's what I was made to do. And as we live that way, he will transform us from one degree of glory to another as we walk in his power for his glory. You ask somebody this question, what's Easter really all about? What what is Easter? It's about Thomas said he's cooking brunch, amen? Let's go! That's a good gift from God. But what's Easter all about? A transaction. Life for death. Sin for righteousness, hopelessness for hope, Amen. hell for heaven. But it's more than a transaction it's a transformation it's not about facts in your head it's about that I can say I am no longer what I was but not yet what I will become it's about proclaiming Christ in me and I in him he will never leave me nor forsake me but I don't yet see him as I one day will Easter is about a transaction and a transformation truth that transforms did you guys see how awesome easter is i love the flowers behind me they smell so nice and look so pretty your ladies are dressed up so nice today the men dang we got work to do the weather is beautiful the trees are blooming life is good at least for a couple hours for some of us but we can rejoice always do you know how I can rejoice always? I, do I do it? Ask my wife. Do I, don't answer. I don't rejoice always, but I can. You know why? Because he died. He was buried in the tomb for three days, but he's not in the tomb anymore. Says he's not here. Where is he? He's, he's risen. He's what? He's, he's risen. risen. I say he's what? He's do you know how excited you can get when your sports team wins the championship I'm a Giants fan, some of you don't know because you're Eagles fans I'm a Giants fan I remember not too long ago there was a Super Bowl victory it's a great game, end of the game and I'm yelling and I'm shouting and I'm going crazy with my kids do you know what the greatest victory that ever happened was it wasn't the Yankees winning 26 World Series it wasn't It wasn't the Rangers winning in 48 and 84. It wasn't. It was the day a man who was God defeated death with a final knockout punch. And we can say death has no victory in Christ Jesus. He has a victory. Life in his name reigns. Amen. Amen. True. Is that true? Absolutely. Has it changed you? Have you been born anew? Have you been brought from death to life? I was thinking about that story of kid run over. True story. Happened to a former NFL star. Ran over his own kid, could you imagine? I hear that news and it's sad. You know what happens about a half hour later? I'm busy doing something else. But what if it was your own kid, could you forget? It would drastically change your life forever. It would change what you did with your life forever. It would devastate you unless you knew another truth. Amen? If Jesus really died, if Jesus really was and is God, and if he really died for those who will trust in him, let me make this real clear. God so loved the world that he gave his only son who would live a perfect life that you couldn't, who would die a death that you deserve, who would be buried three days later, rise from the dead, conquering sin and death. He gave that boy so that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have what? You know what Easter is all about, my friends? You just said it everlasting life we who understand this truth by grace through faith who receive this truth by grace through faith we have been united with Christ in a death like his meaning we have died to sin and we will rise with him in a resurrection like his we will live revelation 21 in a new heaven and a new earth in absolute perfection. That's awesome. But it ain't even close to the prize. Do you know what's the prize? 22 4. In perfection, in a perfect body, without any weeping or mourning or pain or suffering anymore. Do you know who will be with you face to face? My boy walked into VBS. Excuse me, ma'am. Yes, yeah, sweetie. Where's Jesus? What do you mean? It says he's going to be here. I felt really bad. I still feel bad. I should call that lady. That was a nasty setup. I could have handled that a little better, right? Oh, honey, he's not actually going to be here. Kind of was. Right? Not going to leave us nor forsake us. Are you with me here? A little, little pastoral mumbling over there. Oh, honey, he's not actually coming to VBS. Oh. We should live our lives, my friends, on this side of eternity with a little bit of this. It's not quite what it's supposed to be, is it? It's not, it's not, it's not like, God, you're with me. But but it feels like something's lacking. Something's missing. Kind of like all cylinders ain't firing yet. Keep your eyes on the prize set before you, my friends. Don't forget who you are and what you will be and where you are going and who it is that will bring you home. We have an assurance, a guarantee, a hope in the resurrection. Amen? Amen. He is risen. He's ascended to the Father's right hand. And we don't stop with He is risen. You know what we get to say also? He's coming back. And He's bringing His kids home. We who are in Christ will live with him forever. And as we focus on this, as we meditate on this, as we rejoice in this, hey, hang on to this, as we walk in this truth, we grow in intimacy with Christ and he works powerfully through us. What's it look like practically speaking? I want you to think about where are you not trusting God? Scripture says, fear not. You afraid of anything? God calls us to obey him. He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You know what that means? Obey him or go to hell? Does not mean that. It means as we're transformed, we're able to obey him out of gratitude. And we fight the flesh. And we walk and trust in Christ that he will do what he says he will do. And that he is who he says he is. And do you know what you'll find each and every time? Not only is His Word true, but His Word transforms you by the power of the Spirit from the inside out. I don't know where you are today. Maybe you haven't yet trusted in Christ. I got news for you. I got truth for you. He's risen. He's risen He loves you. And He'll save you if you trust in Him. It's your first step of faith. Trust in Him for salvation. Get yourself plugged in with a church family. I can recommend one. We'd love to have you join us and walk with us. We're a bunch of recovering sin addicts. Saved by grace through faith. Hypocritically stumbling our way through life in the power of the Holy Spirit. And anything good we do, God gets the glory for. Amen, family? But if you're already trusted in Christ, what do you do? Trust Him better. How do you trust Him better? Don't see with these things so much. Walk with this new heart that you got. Be honest with God. God, I'm scared. God, I'm feeling freaked out. What does he say in his word? Don't freak out. Don't be anxious about anything. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present those requests to God. You know what happens? The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. What are you thinking about When you're watching TV, on your phone, on the computer, walking out for a walk, whatever. What are you thinking about? Take those thoughts captive in the power of the Holy Spirit and think about what God tells you to think about. You know what He tells you to think about? When you hang on to certain things that are good, acceptable, perfect, righteous. Trust that God knows how to work the machinery that He created called humanity. Amen? We walk by faith and not by sight. But one day, we will walk by sight, not by faith. God has left us here for a little bit, for many reasons. First and foremost, to enjoy Him and glorify Him. But to go out and tell people of a truth that transforms. God loves you so much that he took filthy, dirty rags, meaning people who do not love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he loves them, he loves you, he loves us so much that he lived a perfect life we couldn't, he died the death we deserve, and three days later he rose from the dead. He made a way to reconcile lost humanity to himself, to live with him forever, and one day we will see him face to face. Now we got an age gap here. Some of you young folks saying, well, I'll do that down the road. How many days you got down the road ahead of you? Some of you saying, I'm in the closing chapters. It's easier to look at eternity. This is a pinprick on the line of eternity. And God opens the door for us to have life in his name forevermore. The world offers a cheap substitute of junk. It's like chewing on sewage when you can have living bread. Taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed, fulfilled, complete is the man or woman who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no what? No want. No lack. You got Jesus. You got everything you need. You say, I know some of you Christian folks. You don't act like it. I told you we're hypocrites. We're sin addicts. Don't place your trust in us. Place your trust in Christ and walk with us for his glory. For those of you who know Christ, may we walk with Him well. Easter, it's not about the bunny, it's about the Lamb. I read that on a sign out front. <laughs> the Lamb of God come to take the sins of the world. So, as we wait for Jesus to return or to call us home, let's not forget that Easter is far more than facts that are true. It's about true facts that transform us. So we might know God well, enjoy him forever, and declare to all who will listen who he is and what he offers to them To them, through Easter. Father God, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, what an incredible day we celebrate today. Lord Jesus, the fact that you came And as we've been looking at through the gospel of Mark, you chose to die to save us to yourself. But Lord, death is not the end of the story. Oh, no. Lord, you're risen. You're returning. And we who are in you will rise with you. We are no longer captive to sin. We are captive to righteousness. We are no longer walking in our own merits. We are walking in yours. We no longer walk in our own power. We walk in your power. Lord, we thank you is a pathetic term, but that's all I got. We thank you for loving us, for making us new for recreating us, for transforming us, for reconciling us, for adopting us, for forgiving us, and for the fact that we can boldly come to you and call you Father. Lord, so often we as Christians live like Daddy went away on vacation. You have not left us home to fend for ourselves. You are with us. You are a very present help in times of trouble. Help us, Lord. Help us as people who have trusted in you but sometimes act like the truth ain't so true to walk as you call us to. In light of the truth, trusting in the truth, being transformed by the truth, knowing that your word is truth, and Lord Jesus, that you are the way and the truth and the life. Lord, for any who are here today who do not yet know you, I pray that you will work mightily and miraculously in their lives, draw them to you, convict them of sin and righteousness and judgment, and make them aware of the fact that you love them and forgive all who turn to you, and that right in this very moment they can become children of God, eternally secure. And Lord, for those of us who are your children, by grace through faith, help us understand more fully who we are, what we are, what we will be, but most importantly of all, whose we are. Lord Jesus, how marvelous that right this very moment, we and brothers and sisters all over the world are celebrating the fact that you are risen. risen. But one day, because you are risen, we will see you face to face. Lord Jesus, you are awesome. You are mighty, you are powerful. In fact, you are so powerful and mighty and awesome, you can save all who will trust in you. Lord, save many for your glory. Use us in the process, but help us walk as what you have made us, children of the Most High God, who is always true. Lord Jesus, to you alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. He's risen. He's risen